Good morning and welcome to St. John's for our online worship service. Wherever you are, whatever time you're watching this, it's great to have you joining with us as we worship God together. Well, in our service today, we're thinking about the story of Jesus cleansing the temple and what we can learn from that. Children who are watching, there were some Together at Home materials that were emailed out uh, or you can download them from our website and there are some activities related to the story that you can be doing uh, and also some family activities that you can do together and some prayers as well. We're going to begin our time as we always do by lighting a candle and the candle represents the light of Christ and a reminder that that wherever we are, uh, while of course we can't yet be in the church building, God can still be with us in our homes and we are still his church worshipping together this morning. So the candle can remind us of that and of the light of Christ. So I'm going to light mine now. You might want to do this in your homes too. And we've had our little action that goes with it. When we light our candle, we remember God is good and God is with us. We're going to begin with these uh, opening prayers and do join in with the words in bold as they appear on the screen. Be with us, Spirit of God. Nothing can separate us from your love. Breathe on us, breath of God. Fill us with your saving power. Speak in us, wisdom of God. Bring strength, healing and peace. And the Lord is here. His spirit is with us. And so we're now going to have our first worship song. Do feel free to join in with singing uh, at home as the words appear on the screen. Thank you. 
worship God this morning. We're now going to take a moment to say sorry to God and to think about those things that might have got in the way of our relationship with him. Uh, perhaps things that have hurt the world, hurt other people. We're going to use these words of confession. Uh, do join in with the words in bold. So God our Father, we come to you in sorrow for our sins, for turning away from you and ignoring your will for our lives. Father, forgive us, save us and help us. For behaving just as we wish, without thinking of you. Father, forgive us, save us and help us. For failing you by what we do and think and say. Father, forgive us, save us and help us. For letting ourselves be drawn away from you by temptations in the world about us. Father, forgive us. Save us and help us. For living as if we were ashamed to belong to your Son. Father, forgive us. Save us and help us. And so may the God of love bring us back to himself. Forgive us our sins and assure us of his eternal love in Jesus Christ. Amen. And the collect, the special prayer for the day, this prayer is said throughout Church of England churches on this day. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace, through Jesus Christ your Son our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. The reading is taken from the first chapter of 1 Corinthians, beginning to read at the 18th verse. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided 
through the foolishness of our proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. This is the word of the Lord. Hello, the Bible reading is taken from John chapter 2 verses 13 to 22. Jesus clears the temple courts. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins from the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it is written, zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then responded to him, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you are going to raise it in three days. But the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. They believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. Here ends the reading. Almighty God, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. We heard these two readings from the Holy Bible. I summarize these two readings for you. First reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 to 25 is about Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God and that is the message of the cross. Second reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John chapter 2 verses 13 to 22 explains that Jesus is serious about his father's business by overthrowing the tables of money changers in the temple. One of the philosophers, Aristotle, said, anybody can become angry, that is easy. But to be angry with the right person and the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that is not within everybody's power and is not easy. This seriousness sometimes touches the boundaries of holy anger 
to put things right at the right time and at the right place by driving all marketable holders and animal stall holding businessmen out of the temple by saying, Take these things, hence make not my father's house a house of merchandise or house of trade. Holy Scriptures, wording according to St. Luke chapter 2, verse 14, explains, How is that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? Lord's Prayer's wording is very clear. Hallowed be thy name. Help us to understand the standard of believers in Christ and their holy business. Our holy business is according to Isaiah 61 verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the openings of the prison to them that are bound. To understand the saving message of the cross at times, our understanding and wisdom is very much challenged and tested. But the next verse helps us to move on to the right direction and on the right path. It's written, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. How we can understand this then, that the message of the cross is powerful for all those who believe in Jesus Christ and saved by his saving grace? This message of the cross, which can save many, becomes a problem when we want to understand it through worldly wisdom. Ancient Corinthian was one of the largest and most important city of Greece and Greek phil philosopher sought out their wisdom. And Socrates, Plato and Aristotle are these three big philosophers among others and in verse 22 we see Jews demand sign and Greeks looks for wisdom. Socrates a philosopher of the 5th century BC said one thing I know that I know nothing for it is written I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolishness the wisdom of the world? The book of Job chapter 5 verse 12 says, God disappointed the dis device of the crafty so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. And the same book of Job, chapter 12, verse 17, reveals that God leadeth counselors away 
spoiled and maketh the judges fool. Prophet Jeremiah in chapter 8 verse 9 makes it very plain to understand that the wise men are ashamed. They are dismayed and taken. Lo, they have rejected the word of the Lord and what wisdom is in them. Let us see and understand what Bible says about worldly wisdom. Of philosophers and the wisdom of the wise and what wisdom is required to understand the saving power of the cross. So there is a wisdom, but there is a difference between these two wisdom, the source of the wisdom. Therefore, we cannot understand this saving message of the cross by worldly wisdom, but through that wisdom which comes from above, which means from God. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. But we preach Christ crucified, which is a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentile and philosopher. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greek, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. In this day and age, there is a lot of information. Rather, we come across information overload. Many different schools of thoughts, many false doctrines, many false philosophies, which looks reasonably good, but this is not from God. The wisdom, the message, the report, the doctrine, which is from world, cannot save us. There is no power of salvation in it. By using that, miracles cannot happen. The worldly philosophies cannot break the chain of curses, cannot heal the sick, cannot open the eyes of the blind cannot raise the dead and cannot save a single soul. But the message of the cross can. But the message, the powerful message of the cross can. I have seen and you, I believe you have heard or seen these two stories or heard about miracles when someone has healed and souls are saved and accept and embrace Christ as their living Savior by accepting Lord Jesus openly or in one-to-one -one meeting. Message of the Cross has power to save any individual who wants to believe this message and ready to accept this message, the message of the Cross. Last Sunday, Reverend David has explained on different angle the message of the cross and the, and the power of the cross and touched on very wonderful um, angles as well. You can review that message and 
and see. Let us examine ourselves with these questions. Am I looking for another philosophy or another doctrine or any other saving message of the cross? Question could be, am I going away from this understanding and wisdom which is mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and it's verse 25? Our question could be, am I serious about my father's business? Or we can ask ourselves this question, am I holding the faith in Christ dearly? Am I holding the powerful message of cross no matter what is happening around me? These are the question to think about. Let's pray so that Almighty God help us to stay on the right path and cling to that truth. Let's pray. Almighty God, help us to cling to the powerful message of the cross in and through your resurrected Son, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. O Lord, help us remember that your values are different from those of popular wisdom, which emphasise success, possessions and influence over others. Give us grace to live by your wisdom, not the wisdom of the world. Turn our weakness and failings to strength to do your will and to proclaim your saving power. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Lord, we pray for those oppressed by others who exercise power over them. We bring you the bullied and those living in relationships of coercive control. Lord, be with them all. Bring them comfort and give them your strength and send them someone who will help them to realise that they do not have to live like this. We bring you those living under dictatorships. Particularly at this time we bring you the people of Myanmar who are opposing the military government that has taken over. Lord, protect those who are rebelling against the unlawful government. Hold them in your care and bring an end to their suffering. We bring to you those living under the threat of civil war and rival militias, which are destroying their lives and are threatening them with famine. We particularly bring to you the people of Yemen, South Sudan and other countries in that area. Lord, please raise up peacemakers so that the farmers may be able to get back to their fields and people will be able to eat again. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Tomorrow is International Women's Day, celebrating the achievements of the so-called weaker sex over the centuries. Lord, we give you thanks for the work of pioneering women in the fields of law, politics, science and medicine, and for their example of persistence against the norms of their day. We pray for those who work for opportunities for girls to be educated all over the world. And we pray for those who work for fairness for women, especially in places where women are still viewed as the property of their father and then their husband. And Lord, we pray that the soft skills associated with women, nurture, care, peacemaking, may be recognised as strengths to be valued in all people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we bring you those who are weakened through illness. We thank you for modern medicine and those who develop new treatments and new vaccines. And we thank you for the work of the NHS at this time, for all they've been through in this last year, for our sake, and ask them that for each member of that service, that they may have time for rest and refreshments. Lord, we remember the sick in body, mind and spirit. In a few moments of peace and quiet, we bring you those known particularly to us. Lord, we pray for your Holy Spirit, your spirit of healing to be at work in all those that we have named and ask that your healing power may make them whole in body, mind and spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, the healer. Amen. And Lord, as we begin the new week, help us to walk in the coming week, remembering that your wisdom can use our foolishness for your purposes and that your strength is ours for the asking through the Holy Spirit's work within us. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And as we continue to reflect on our readings, we're going to say some words of response now uh, with a seasonal acclamation for Lent. And the response, the refrain is, turn our hearts again. So we come before the Son of God, crucified and risen, who eternally intercedes for us to the Father, saying, turn our hearts again. Son of God, you came into the world to save sinners. Turn our hearts again. You became poor that we might become rich. Turn our hearts again. You have taken on yourself all our sufferings. Turn our hearts again. You loved the church and gave yourself for her. Turn our hearts again. For the joy which was set before you, you endured the cross. 
turn our hearts again. King of the ages, you brought us the gift of life and opened the way to unending joy. Turn our hearts again.
for some notices just a reminder we're continuing with our online worship services uh, at the, this present time uh, as mentioned last week in the service we're looking really uh, just after Easter to be going back in line with the government's phase two um, easing of restrictions so that's we're looking at the 18th of April uh, but we are planning on having an outdoor service at dawn on Easter Sunday uh, and we will um, be sending out some information about what we'll be doing in Holy Week as well but also one of the uh, sadnesses of not being in the church is being unable to enjoy some of the music and particularly the lunchtime concerts and evening concerts that we would normally enjoy. But we're hoping to publish some of these online and some of the artists that were booked in to be playing in the church uh, have very kindly offered to record their uh, recitals for us. Uh, and we have a recording by the first one is by a jazz quartet Michael Horner's jazz quartet uh, and they were due to come in and play in the church we booked them some time ago uh, but they recorded this for us so this is going to be premiering on our YouTube channel this afternoon at four o'clock uh, a kind of tea time jazz uh, event evening online uh, so do tune in for that and of course it will be available on the YouTube channel to watch uh, after this but we're very grateful to Michael Horner and his jazz quartet for uh, this wonderful recording that they've put together for us uh, so do uh, look on the YouTube channel and uh, enjoy that later on this afternoon or or some other time when you're able to watch it and tune in 
Uh, we'll be publishing some further music uh, recordings as we go on. And of course, hopefully later on in the year, we'll be able to come back in the church and enjoy some of these performances. I think that's all for the notices for the present time. Uh, just hope you have a, a great week and reminder we meet again on Tuesday evening prayer on Zoom. Uh, do let me know if you've lost the login details for that. It's the same uh, login details, but if you'd like that sent out again, do let me know. Uh, and we meet again. Uh, we continue to meet for our book groups uh, on Wednesday evenings, for the home group on Thursday evenings. And of course, there's the Churches Together Lent group as well that's meeting on Wednesdays as well. So there's uh, plenty to uh, be engaging with in this Lent season. And let's close our time together with uh, a prayer of blessing and uh, you might want to hold out your hands facing upwards, symbolic of receiving and we're thinking about how we can receive God's spirit uh, and pray that he fills us afresh for all that we've got this coming week. So the peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son Jesus Christ our Lord and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.